That's what I want to do. No echo. Straight into the, can you hear me? Yes. I'm right inside your brain. Yes. Boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, it's me, Margaret. <laughs> oh my God, I am old. People don't even know what that is anymore. Well, what is it anymore? Dear God, it's me, Margaret. The it's book me, about Margaret. periods? I think it was about periods. I feel like it was, it was like the, a story about coming of age. Yeah. You know? Like... But not, um, do you remember Dear Alice, the book, or Go Ask Alice, the book? No. It was about that girl who was fat and had an eating disorder and then, um, like, got skinny. This was a children's <laughs> book? <laughs> Wait, we gotta, we're gonna start in three, two, one. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm looking it up right now. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. My okay, Go Ask God. Alice, book. Yeah, okay, so listen, <laughs> listen, listen, Go Ask Alice the Book is about a teenage girl. Here we go. We're opening it up. This is fucked up. I read, I literally read this as a child. Here we go. <laughs> this is going to be <laughs> traumatic. <laughs> go Ask Alice is a 1971 book about a teenage girl who develops a drug addiction at age 15 and runs away from home on a journey of self-destructive escapism attributed to anonymous the book is in diary form and was originally presented as being the edited real diary of the unnamed teenage protagonist questions about the book's authenticity and true authorship began to arise in the late 70s and beatrice sparks is now generally viewed as the author of the found manuscript style fictional document a therapist, Sparks went on to write numerous other books supporting or purporting to be real diaries of troubled teenagers. So yeah, this was this was one book. Um, this isn't the book I was talking about, though. This is one book that I read, though, growing up. Um, so this sounds like push for white people. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It sounds like push for white people. Like before Tyler Perry fucked it up. Yes. Yes. Um... Oh my God! No, there was another book though. I can see it as clear as day. The cover is a like an ocean, right? It's like a wraparound cover, and then there's like a square in the middle. Oh my with a God! Girl's eye. I can okay. I and can see the big, cover. It's a thick book. Uh, it's not Go Ask Alice. It's something like that, and it's a story about a girl who's like fat and like develops this eating disorder, and like there's like uh, the, some sexual violence. And she's, once again, these are young adult novels. These are young adults. <laughs> Millennials. Millennial what? life. Why can't the kids life. just be fucking I happy? I didn't get manga. Nobody gave my ass an anime. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me the color purple and said, read it. <laughs> they Honestly, gave, they, they were no like, shame. Barney, girl, you're about to watch the you're about to watch Toby get his foot chopped oh. clean off. <laughs> I still can't watch Roots. And honestly, okay. seeing anything with okay. LeVar Burton still is traumatizing. Although, okay. he is fine. He's beautiful. LeVar Burton is He's fine. What about it's Reading so Rainbow? Nice. What about Reading Rainbow? Think about it. Stop oh. it. Don't, right, right. Don't let Roots ruin Reading Rainbow for you, Lee. As reading a child, Rainbow. when I would watch Reading Rainbow, I would be waiting for something like, <laughs> what's your name, boy? It's like, he's just trying to read a book. Like this... <laughs> 
true, true facts. This Listen, is why you can't do this to children. Real facts. I was in school. This is a real true story. I was in school. We saw Reading Rainbow. I think I was maybe in fifth, fourth or fifth grade. We saw Reading Rainbow for the first time. I confused, <laughs> stricken, <laughs> weeping. I'm just, I don't understand. The teacher is like, what is wrong? And I'm like, he can read. What is the he truth? He can finally read. <laughs> what is he teaching us to read? What is the truth? He's free. <laughs> Don't forget about Star Trek. <laughs> okay, yes. I mean, later, we jumped into the future with Star Trek, and he was incredible on that. Still but... confused. Like, wait, what happened to his sight? Now he's he lost his leg now and his sight? he's in space. <laughs> <laughs> When they put niggas in space, I am still confused. Still the man of my dreams. Ah, uh, truly. Oh my god, y'all. And they cheated him on Jeopardy. Oh, one. Everybody wanted Lavar Burton. First of all, it is an abomination that he's not the host. That he is not the host. That Blossom. Well, I love Blossom too, though. I no you, Blossom. I want Blossom to really stick to just being like. The unproblematic white woman that she is. I know that's why I love her. Though I love that. That's right, but like, I don't need her to I do Jeopardy. I don't want you to do Jeopardy though, Blossom. I want you to like. <laughs> I want Blossom. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no shade. No fucking shade to Blossom. And no, she is brilliant and smart. I think she's actually dating a young her young co-star from the show Blossom. Mark Byam Violet. So I'm I oh my god, I have to show you I'll show you the the post cuz my friend sent it to me. Thank you Chaley also for showing me this. She's like fucking like someone that she used to work with on the show Blossom. Now that he's older and she's older and like they could get, get back it. together. Exactly. You deserve it. But I you want LeVar Burton to be like my do 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 like I want I I want LeVar Burton to tell me like, ooh, no, sorry, that's not the right answer. You know, in, a, in his sexy <laughs> You know, can oh. you imagine LeVar Burton telling you no? Or that you did something wrong. I'd be like, are you sure? <laughs> can I try again? <laughs> Mr. Burton, I'd like to try again. Dr. Burton, I would have... Oh, he's a doctor? No, but I just... Oh. I was like, oh, my God. My love for this man just exceeded. I, oh, LeVar Burton. An icon. We love you. A legend. Oh, my God. Um, Y'all, damn. All right, we're six minutes in. Welcome back <laughs> to the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh yep, my god. It's the hard R's. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome. Um, for those of you that are just getting on for the first time, get ready for a fucking ride. For those of you that uh, have been here before, I love you. Thank you for coming back. Uh, we're here today with myself, Asia Mock, and a special guest host, Lee from the D. Good evening, ladies and gents, kings, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. Mm, mm. I am the living legend, the icon, the face, the time, the Absolutely. moment, the bad bitch yes. that your mother warned you about. <laughs> Absolutely. Lee from the D. <laughs> yes. I had to give you the... Woo! I love that intro. Our Blacks Like Us intro. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Branding. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Killing it. I'm so excited, y'all, to have Lee. Um, this I'm thoroughly is, excited to be here. This is wild, too, because it's just like, LOL, LOL. Um, 
we've been following each other on Instagram. Yes. For <laughs> months. A, a year? I think I follow your personal page. Okay, okay, okay. Because we have people in common. Yes, we do. We do have mutuals. And yes, I kept seeing, it's like, who is this badass? Who is this weirdo bitch looking gorgeous? Let me follow her. I've never met her. Just me. Which is weird in this city. It is. It is. We will get into the hilarity <laughs> of all of the fucking city crossings, the Venn diagram of it all, truly. And sometimes um, it's just a circle. Oh, my God. Most <laughs> times it's just a wreath. Honestly, it's just a wreath. A wreath. <laughs> But I'm loving, I'm loving the fact that like we're doing it now. COVID um, really also put like a wild, like uh, filter on everything. Like, what is time? How long ha- is a year? Uh, uh, is the Gregorian calendar relevant anymore? Mm-hmm. Who cares? You know. But I'm excited to have you. I'm excited. To we be have here. literally been keying way before this happened. Since literally Lee entered the house. We have just been. It's been an hour. We have just, literally just been like <laughs> rambling and rolling conversations. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. This is. It just fills me with so much joy and gratitude. Lee, tell us about yourself. Give us your information. The four one one A S L. Um. What's your shoes? Oh, age, you sex, a- and location. I was like, you remember ASL? I mean something different now. That's why I got confused. Does it? Yeah. What does it mean now? I don't know. Does you it? You just told me about pu- pushing P. There it is. <laughs> I almost said pulling the P. It's not pulling P. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like you're just jerking people off at that point. It does exactly. Jeez. No. Yes. Okay. So ASL. Um, who are you? You're in the D. You're of the D. Born and raised. Love it. Absolutely you are. Well, you all can find me on Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, now TikTok, <gasps> under oh Lee God. from the underscore D, um, as well as on PS4. If you are a gamer, you can find me under Avalon Ultimate, as well as Nintendo. You can find me under oh Avalon God. BET. You have to repeat. You're going to repeat all of that to me again before. Because I'm high. It's a fuck ton of shit. Yeah, no, I'm like, you're out here, though. Kind of. You are in the world. No, you're like a gamer, too. Like, you're gaming. Gamer, DJ, artist, podcaster, uh, bartender by trade. Okay, love it. Oh, always an icon. Um, First of all, Lee came in here with a bottle of wine, and I was like, yes. I said, absolutely. I said, first of all. I appreciate. First of all, Lee also came in in a lime green puffer <laughs> jacket. Are you from Detroit even? From Zara. <laughs> from Zara. It was a gift. Oh, hey. But that is the most gay boy Detroit shit. Okay. And shout out to the little African or like whatever child that made that coat. Like, I, I hope. Everything is going well for you and your family. I Dead hope because I look I good really. in it. Yeah, so you- all I can do is hope that you are blessed as well. I pray that you are blessed as well. You deserve it. Amen. You okay. put the work in. I'm just reaping the rewards. So tell me about you podcasting. So I am the host of multiple shows. <laughs> and I probably took too many on. Um, I am one third of Blacks Like Us. Okay. It's a show about this. three millennials. All of us are between the ages of 36 and 38. Oh. Talking about life culture doing emotional check-ins yes then we also do uh reality rewind which is a show about 
TV. I was listening to that today. A critique or bullshit <laughs> about TV. Yes, of course. Um, I am also one half of my newest project, Secret Life of Bartenders. Yes, I saw that. I saw that on your IG. I've been uh, really interested in listening. I love it because it is... <sighs> it's myself and Dobkins. Mm-hmm. Dobke. Dobke. I'm sorry. He goes by Joseph now. <laughs> Not uh, Joseph. But he ended up being my little white brother, which was very surprising. Yes. When a 23-year-old white boy comes up to you and say, hey, what do you know about Angela Wimbush? You pay attention. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) 23? That's fair. That's a fair... That is a fair thing to perk your ears up to. Little white boy from Berkeley. You're like... Talking about Alicia Myers. What do you know about Angela Wimbush? Right? Well, we bonded over music. I love that. And also, he's he's super smart, super sweet, mm-hmm. very talented. Mm-hmm. And he's and I keep telling him this, and I'm always telling this. Mm-hmm. You have grown up, Dobke. You have grown up to be such a fine young man. Oh, my God. And you're going to make some woman very happy. I love that. I continuously encourage you to make a black woman happy. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Dob- is Dobke white? Yeah, he is. Dobke, let me tell you something right now. <laughs> He's going to be so bad. Dobkey, listen, as a black femme who has taken on multiple white male or male presenting lovers, if you, if black lives matter for real, this is the deepest commitment you can make Mm -hmm. towards that labor and that work. And a black woman is going to love you in ways you've never, ever, ever, never considered. Okay? Ever. I keep telling them. Period. From the food to the fucking, all the way over to the fashion, honey. Okay? And let me tell you, he's about the food. All right? Listen, Because if okay? I say, I'm cooking, you want to come over, flavors. he comes over. You're going to get flavors. <laughs> oh, no, he knows. All right? You're not going to get somebody mashing up potato chips and, and using that as the coating of uh, chicken breast and then f- putting that in. No shade. Up. Hey, no, listen. No. If it's th- not bad. It needs to be done... <laughs> Correctly, that's the thing. It and, has to be done right. And I feel like you're taking a fifty-fifty shot if somebody white's making it. Well, if a nigga's making it, I'm like, this is gonna, this is gonna bang. Girl, <laughs> I made a flaming hot Cheeto. I was just about to say, yes, roast, that sounds amazing. That shit was I banging. would go ape shit for that. That sounds absolutely incredible. Delish. It, uh, <laughs> it just has to be done. But if I'm right. if I'm pulling up to Britney's house and no. she's like, I made Lay's the chicken, I'm gonna be like, uh-huh. actually, no shade, Britney, regardless of race. <laughs> if your name's Britney, I'm not eating your food. That's it. That's it. If you don't go by Brit, 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 I can deal with. Brit to me. I met no. a Britney who went by TT once, and I was like, "You hard." Was she I white? Love that. Um, no, she was black. Oh, okay. Then that, yeah, I expect that. <laughs> I was, I was like, white woman going by TT. That's a bitch that like lived at Warren. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> not Warren. <laughs> yeah, Warren. <laughs> Listen, full shade to Warren. Um, I've said it before on this podcast. I've said it out loud. I've said it in several spaces. I'll say it again. As a person who was born in Warren, Michigan, nothing good comes from Warren. No. Nothing. Nothing good comes Nothing good stays. Uh, no. Center line is oddly positioned in the middle of Warren. It's one square mile. It's somehow more oh, racist. It is. It's somehow more racist and obscure than the city of Warren itself. Mayor, what is it? Faust? Is that the, 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 the Faust? Is that his name? 
That guy, what a weirdo. You guys re-elected him? That was fucking weird. I call him the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> he really Because it looks like yeah. the flesh is melting from his body. <laughs> it does. Like, seriously, look at that man. It looks like... Oh, my what God. What movie was that? Was that Judge Dredd? My, my I'm Judge turning Dredd. to old ladies. Like, what movie was that? <laughs> Where they burned the man and you saw the flesh I'm falling down. I'm also thinking of Freddy Krueger about the face because that man was Oh, that's a- what I was thinking of. <laughs> I'm thinking Jesus. Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm thinking like yeah, because he was a pedophile. And they burned him alive. He sure was. He sure was. I mean, the glove. He the, deserved. He did. Well, <laughs> most pedophiles do, honestly. Um, God damn. Okay, look. How long we've been? Uh, I love it. We've literally been talking. for Watch this be like your longest episode ever. Last week's episode was one hour and forty two minutes. And I watch was this like, be like two damn. and a half hours. Just going in, right? It's fine. Honestly, if you at work, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> True. I love a two and a half hour podcast Truly, when I'm at work. I ain't got to think about it. And listen, I have Patreons. People like pay me to Work make Patreon. <laughs> okay, shout out. <laughs> I'm trying shout to get to there. Shout out to my Patreons because y'all really do support a bitch. Like you really, I, I've, I've really been meditating a lot on like the gratitude of that because like I've just been working for really like a long time mm-hmm. with my head to the grindstone and not really like taking a second to look up and realize like I have hundreds of followers and like people are paying me on Patreon and like mm-hmm. I can continue doing this and like continue like expanding and like it's so small blessings it's you know. really how did I get here I am still amazed that like I'm like wow you wow wow and my demographic from what I'm reading on all my charts from posting white people? it's white people between the ages of 31 and like no 28 and like 34. Oh, that makes sense. Because that's the period where white people become the most rebellious against their parents. And then Is... they they flee to black culture. Mm, that's Look true. at Justin Timberlake. Yes, Siobhan. Oh, yes. I'm dragging Justin Timberlake again. <laughs> Drag Justin him to Timberlake. oblivion. I've already dragged Chet him. Hanks. Absolutely. Oh, my God. And Chet... now he's like, I didn't oh have a good father God. figure. I was like, you're... De- well, and listen... I have Out questionable black women. beliefs about Tom Hanks. I do. What do you mean? I think he's a pedophile. Alleged. <laughs> in, a, in, alleged. in opinion. Alleged. Alleged. This is only my opinion. This is Asia Mock's opinion. This is not the opinion. Specifically in this Asia Mock's opinion. Because is... <laughs> I ain't got no money to be being sued. I'm trying to move and have no. a happy life. <laughs> I deserve nice things for once. Oh, my God. Okay, so wait. Let's actually move. Let's move out of Chet Hanks and into what we're up to lately. Let's... Your... You... You... Your life... Give me a run through of like what the last week has been like for you. Busy as fuck. Yeah. Like trying to do, yeah. trying to do four. Plus, I do a live show too. I forgot about that. Oh my God. I do a live show on Instagram called Wine and Wisdom for the Self Helpless, where myself and Siobhan go through the six brown chicks Twitter questions and we answer them for ourselves. Wow. Like trying to stay you are focused out here, on everything. Lee. I'm honestly I'm doing too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least you can say it. No, I know I'm doing too much, but it's also this period in my life of I actually feel good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have to seize this time. Yes, I understand. Because that. I don't know when the next time of me not feeling so good is going to hit. And listen, ain't that aging? Ain't that turning 36? Ain't right. that on turning 36, actually? And also just That's recognizing and realizing like patterns and There's pathologies. Rhythms. Exactly, yes. And being yes. like, yo, you feel good now. This is your peak. You hit this peak every couple of years. You better fucking run with it. Like you did. I, you remember that Shonda Rhimes year of yes shit? 
I wasn't feeling so good. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the year of yes. Okay. And I did the year of yes. yes. And I should a lot of that shit. I should have just said, hell no. <laughs> it was a waste of time, effort, energy. It was a waste of spirit. It was a waste of money. Woo! Okay. <laughs> but, but I've been trying but. to stay focused just with the shows. Working a full-time job, yes, trying yes, to yes. realizing the importance of um, relationships in my life and trying to make sure that I'm pouring into these relationships. I love this. Like, it's the most, Im- it's the most important thing. It really and COVID is. taught me that, too. Exactly. Girl, I-, I looked up and my friends <laughs> had no job <laughs> when that first uh, March and April yep. of 2020 yep. had no job, was out. figuring Whoa. things out. Mm-hmm. I looked up and... My my village, because they are my village, and these are friends that I've had for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Like Oslo, 2000, even before 2006, a lot of us have been friends since high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They all ponied up together and were like, yeah, we paid your rent for two months. Exactly. We didn't tell you, because the minute we told exactly. you, we know you would say you no. You would be like, ah, I'm all right. It's fine. We'll figure it we, out. We're a proud. And they didn't tell me. No. Actually, they didn't tell me. It was the management office that called me and was like, Love hey, you. I just want to let you know. Rent's paid. Jesse dropped a check off for two months of your rent. I just want to make sure that this is okay. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. The thing is, that's exactly what people should do. And frankly, that's what white people should be doing for black people. Like, <laughs> Period. Firm believer in hitting these niggas with an invoice. Do you understand? I really, like, either you're coming in. I've just had this conversation recently with Lou. And the reality is power dynamics exist. We live in a world where power dynamics exist. And, like, uh, race is tied to that. Yep. Race is tied to economic status. Race is tied to the ability to get, like, resources. So, like, I'm sorry. If you call yourself a white shooter of mine, you better be coming up with the motherfucking That's money, it. bitch. You better That's be it. coming in with the actual fucking money. And if you don't have the money, you have some other resource. You're a lawyer. You're a veterinarian. My cat has a hairball. Help me figure out what's inside of it. You know something I don't know about some shit that I didn't know. And now you're about to teach me. You're about to teach me about mortgage. You're about to teach me about dividends. Yes. You're about to teach me something white that's going to help me navigate this fucking hellscape that y'all people fucking created. That is it. Period. Otherwise, I'm going to need you to go. Well, with these friends, this was a blessing. Bless. But with everybody else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But no, that's beautiful. That's, community, community looks like that, though. You yeah. know, I, I want people to, to start realizing that, like, acts of service like that are mm-hmm. what makes relationships... Um, uh, not, I'm sorry, it's not what makes relationships beautiful, but it's a part, an integral part of maintaining and facilitating relationships as we evolve, not just as people, but like through this space-time continuum called yep. life, girl. Shit you hits can't us. Do it alone. No, we literally you cannot can't. do it alone. It's not designed to. So a- one of the most important things about friendship and the relationships in your life is them being able to see the vulnerability and weakness in you that you don't necessarily see. Yes. In my case, it's pride. Yes, and 100%. In, so my other friends, like, I can see what it is that they need in that moment. Yes. And knowing that intuitively and investing that energy in it is massively important. 100%. Like, you have to have that love in your life. And you can be single. Don't mean you alone. Exactly. As long as you got your niggas around you, exactly. you're good. It's really, I mean, 
it's it's and I know it sounds you can get easier, dick anywhere. So, it sounds easier said than done. Okay, so wait, wait. <sighs> Lee, one time, one time I tried to I was trying to be a hoe on the you can get dick anywhere principle and I almost got puked on like mid sex, like mid pump. Like a nigga was like he was like, oh. Was he drunk? Yeah. And I mean, look, Okay, no shade. No, no, Lee. It's gross, but I've been Lee. there. Lee! <laughs> No, okay. seriously, Listen, I've been there. And this, is why men, this is why men don't deserve no. anything nice at or all. Good. <laughs> I brought you to my home. <laughs> and I, I gave on you your cat. <laughs> knocked your no, lamp not over. You. The man who almost threw up on me. Like I brought this nigga to my home. Okay. I've gave I've after entertaining you with the finest tequilas. <laughs> and uh, sp- <laughs> yeah, I our took finest you, I, agave. <laughs> I took you to like a lovely like South America and so on, and we had like a lovely like abuela brought out like the gorditas, and I was like, oh. you know, like it was really <laughs> a good time. And I brought you to my home for you to be like, like, girl. First of all, control yourself. You're an adult. You're grown up. Oh, Lee, that wasn't even the worst part. Oh, that was the God. bad part. Okay, so it's talking spiraling. about so listen, spirit giving you signs that like this is bad. Oh, I know. So he took his shoes off and he had white socks on and they were filthy. filthy. They Tip were for the gentleman. Always filthy. wear black socks. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what is compelling you people to walk around with dirty socks with dirty socks he's also a nurse so all i could think was like did you walk the, the halls of the hospital with just these socks on that's that's where that's where my anxiety and depression riddle brain took me i went instead of going like oh man well you know black just, folks are germaphobes just by nature i was like oh you just bringing covid in here right <laughs> like, no seriously okay. they're like what is okay. this on your socks is this ebola like, that's not how this works. You can't tell me that. I know what Ebola is, and I know it when I see it. It's Listen. like, nigga, you don't know shit. Shut up. <laughs> but no, we just are literally. like, but that goes back to slave days. Too. Okay, literally, the trauma, <laughs> the actual trauma. Really and breaking also, it down. Wash your fucking socks. Or yes. if they're like fucking black as night on the bottom of them, do not. Do not. No. He also had boat shoes on. He also lied about how how tall he was. So when I exited, how tall the, was he? He was like he was like five seven, okay. but I had heels on. Oh, but see here, this is my thing. I'm upset. So when it comes to like um, <laughs> thin bodies, upset. like wanting taller men, and the men are short, just dominate them. Listen, punch here's the these thing. niggas in their throat here's and the fuck the living here's shit the thing. out of them. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have to dominate my regular, regular life. Okay, That's I have to literally be a bad bitch, and I mean, I want to do a whole episode about kink, actually, because I am involved in kink. Same. Okay. <laughs> ah! Look, Same. we need a little help from our friends. Okay, like you we know... gotta get by. This millennial life is a drag. Okay, somebody hit me. <laughs> somebody choke me. I'm gonna choke somebody. Whatever. Top, bottom, up, down. Bring a backpack. Make sure you have lube. Yes. Wash your fucking hands and your asses. Anyway, long story short, I have to dominate my regular life. Uh, That's fair. So I'm not trying to, like, if I'm going to dom also, do not tell me 
Oh, right, because we met on Tinder under the pretense that this nigga was going to tie me up. This was on Tinder. So th- okay, listen, leave me alone. Not even like... Are you what are you said the dick can come from anywhere, and I'm sharing with you a tale of the dick coming from a place. It's not even <laughs> Fat Life. It's fucking Tinder. No, I was, I've been on Fat Life for eight years, honey, and I fucked people from Fat Life. I fucked a nigga from Warm from Fat Life, and... um. I ended up watching videos of that individual getting fucked from the back while taking poppers in white lingerie by most of Warren. And I didn't know. Was he know. in the pegging? I didn't know. Oh, was he in the guys or this or is this pegging? It was like I don't I don't know if pegging constitutes as what it was in so much as like well, it's usually a, like, like a woman. Was, right, no. It was a carousel of characters. Oh, so he's just a cum dump bottle. Yeah. Like, do you. Be blessed. I mean, right, but like you didn't tell me that. And I'm <sighs> fucking you without condoms. Or oh, no. I'm a cancer son. I also had found lingerie in his house, and he was like, it's not mine. It's not mine. And like, it wasn't his, but like, it was this character. But he was wearing it. <laughs> I found out later. Out also, here, I his Tarjay lingerie. <laughs> It. Long story short, my cousin has Leah. a very good friend, and she calls it lingerie. Ling- and I was just like, you know what? From this day forward, she lingerie. shall be known as lingerie. Lingerie me. <laughs> what is this fancy lingerie? What is this La Perla lingerie my doing God, here? My God. My God. Anyways. Um. Wow, wow, we just spiraled. <laughs> I know. We just went to a whim. Now I'm, I'm like, telling you, it's gonna be like two poppers. and a half hours later. Now I'm like in poppers, <laughs> and now I'm like thinking about like, yeah, raw sex and like having to go. Oh my God, I had to like go back to the doctor. I had already been to the doctor. Yeah, no, that's good though. And then I was like, they were like, why are you here? And I was like, because a whore. A whore, your honor. I mean, yes. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Well, I'm we go- all should be taking care of ourselves sexually anyway. Like, no, you should I'm not, be tested the, right. three to four But the thing is, I had just been tested. I had just gone through the whole wipe down. I had just gone, I had just been a little boozy. <laughs> the wipe whole me down. swab down? I had just been wiped me down. I had just done it. Ooh. And then I found. May he rest in hell. And then, exactly, truly <laughs> boozy. Also, like, before you go, get help, girl. Because, like, nobody's mad if you no, want to no, no, fuck no, no. a dick, girl. But, Don't like, get help. Girl. You deserve to sit in you your You just fills. go straight to hell. Because <laughs> boozy. Nobody deserves to have to deal with you and your fuck shit. What's actually wrong with you? Everything. I think this this is what happens when niggas don't eat fruit and vegetables. And bro. water! <laughs> I was, that was just about to get Truly, water was just about to come out of Like, nigga, if you don't get a good hyaluronic acid serum, a good niacinamide, a moisturizer, 100% Moroccan face oil... Uh, A-H-A, B-H-A, mask. Shut up. Like for fu- he's like, what is he, like 20? Is he in his 20s? I don't know. Boozy looks like uh, Awful. one of the... Boozy looks like one of the raisins from the California raisins. And we don't look like that as we get older. <laughs> no, the only person that did... Uh, drugs make people look like that. Excessive drug use and excessive yeah. drug use without the care, right? Without, like, hydration or, like... You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the niggas literally eating high fructose corn syrup and just slit like slurping on lean and like there's not an H2O molecule this in nigga sight. Is honey in sight. Okay. He's and like, frosted flakes. And calling it breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> He's calling it breakfast, <laughs> sir. He is. He is. No. He is. Ooh, 
He's feeding the <laughs> children too. I totally hit my head. I hit my head, y'all. I did. I did. It's this arm. I know. I hate this shit, nigga. I hate this arm so much. I and I'm trying my to... teeth out with mine. Listen, the mic. I was laughing and went, <laughs> oh, shit. My face. All right. This is a, this is uh, my cue officially to get the arms that are like not this metal obstruction and then get like a cover oh, for yeah. the microphones, you know? Because mm-hmm. we do be laughing, and I have also hit my tooth on the metal of, <laughs> of, know, of that microphone. I have done it. You go. And oh, then my I, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Is it gone? Is it chip? Are we good? Okay, we're the good. full expectation of just a. We got to take a break. Got to take a break. <laughs> Let me go pee, and I need to look in the mirror. Is there a crack? Fuck. Right. Um. Okay, so we're gonna we're moving on. <laughs> I know it just spirals. Half an hour into the fucking show, um, y'all, what's up with me? What happened? Um, I had to go to the police station yesterday. I, girl, I got for what? I was a victim of a tax fraud scam in no. twenty twenty, honey. Yes, girl, my identity was used to embezzle a bunch of money. From the IRS. We don't talk about her. Fuck you, Isaiah Johnson. I will say your name because you had the audacity to send me a comeback email this year. And to that, I say. Hold (laughs) up. So not only did he steal your identity, he had the nerve to to email you after? With a flyer. It's got a flyer. It's like, come on back. It's got a, the, the building is a brick and mortar building. I could pull up. I should pull up. I could pull up, but I'm not going to. Instead, I'm going to drag you on this fucking podcast because fuck you. Also, we're too old to be fighting. Let's be honest. Okay, my bones are brittle and weak. I mean, we're in our, like, we're fastly approaching 40. It's so true. Like, you go to swing and, like, you throw something out in your back. Next thing you know, you're on the ground getting your ass stumped. Anybody got time exactly. for that? Now listen, I've been working out a lot lately, so I'm I am getting stronger. Oh no, I've been listening. But I've been, <laughs> I haven't been getting stronger to fight, but I also will fight. Like I also will fight. I don't want to. No. But I will. But I'm gonna be 36. I feel like I cannot. I don't have to fight you when I can just outsmart you. Keep this in mind. So there is a black-owned um, self-defense shop on Instagram called Slayer Shop, right? Slayer Shop? And she's from here. Yeah. Okay. This is selling combs with knives and tasers and all that shit. Absolutely. Slayer Shop. I have been a firm believer in mace these niggas. Absolutely. And then taser them. Mm-hmm. And keep tasering them till the cops show up. Okay. We ain't got to fight. I'm yeah. just going to mace you. Right. And then Back I'm going to taser your ass. Yeah. And you're going to be on the ground writhing, pissing on yourself. Yeah. And then James Craig and the crew is going to roll up. Not James Craig. Collect <laughs> you and your things and put you where Hopefully, you belong. Well, DPD, not James Craig, let's and, be honest. And also DPD. Let's it's actually talk about shit. Detroit public. I had to go to the Detroit Police Department, actually, and it was a seven-mile-ass experience. I will just <laughs> say that. <laughs> Why would you say that? I know exactly what you mean. I, and if you're from here and like you understand what that is, it was what it was. I went, hallelujah. I came back home. I drank champagne because honestly, 
celebrate me. I was like, I, I did a thing today. Goddamn, I did a thing. The IRS was like, you have to file a police report about yeah. what happened. And I was like, oh, girl. Yeah. Uh, but also the I, the R, and the S. Like, this is, I'm trying... Also, like, fuck you, nigga. I was peace. I was trying to support a black business. Usually, I go to H and R Block. I've been going to H and R Block to the same woman no. for eleven years. No, he stole years. your identity from doing your taxes. <sighs> yeah. And you know, niggas in taxes like that. You don't Listen, fuck with our taxes, really, our Kool Aid, our really, food. I'm really, truly distraught. It's fine. We moved on. It's fine. Um, niggas, y'all, y'all, Metro Detroit niggas. Something else. I <laughs> grimy, grimy. Uh, it's a different grime. It's a different. Gr it's a, it's a grit and a grime. And y'all are just so dirty in a different way. I really learned that like fairness is not a part of the equation. No. Nor discussion. No. When you are from the nitty gritty fucking Midwest, like it's not. No, at all. Metro Detroit doesn't care. If Either it's you fair. scrap or scam, one or the other. There's only two options. That's all you got. We're going to move with that into the next segment. My personal favorite. Oh, God. And everyone's personal favorite. It's, it, that's what I believe. I choose to believe that in my heart. That's my faith. <laughs> Whose motherfucking mans is this anyway? Slash... Dumb bitch juice. <laughs> Wherein we take a person, a place, a thing, a concept. It can be big, it can be small. And then we drag it, right? Because it feels good. It feels good to just get into mm -hmm. some of our feelings. You have to have that release. About our thoughts, right? Yeah. It's a valve. It's lovely. Yeah. We, especially us as black people. Absolutely. We're taught to take everything to the grave. Right. Especially Black women. Listen. Y'all are taught to carry the entire world on your back. You, you've been sexually assaulted by an uncle, dismissed by that uncle's wife, abused yes. financially, yes. physically, and y'all are just yes. supposed to pick up your things and go to work the next day and be a-okay. And is that why, is not it. This is why I'm Team Candace from Real Hot. Oh, my God. We were just day, talking okay? about this. Truly, I understand that trauma, honey. <laughs> I see your pain, and I respect your pain. See, this is why I'm Team Monique. Okay, right. Okay, right. Because, like, there's different... There's different, there's the intersection. Look, just don't, matches. don't try me. Look, I'm gonna be kind, I'm gonna be sweet, listen, I'm here for the gigs. Monique called her pastor a trick <laughs> during a card game. You wanna Was get in my face. <laughs> and Monique didn't even hit her. So listen, so she wait, back to her. black femmes being <laughs> abused and harmed yes. and having to handle it and now having an outlet because here I am in my Candace way I'm like oh I'm going to have a podcast oh y'all niggas about to hear me you going to see me too oh, 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 oh. oh my god she still deserved to be drugged I mean listen. and only by the grace of God did not Monique listen, not drag her over listen, that table and through that listen, place listen Monique is crazy strong yeah don't she's fuck like, with people three kids this is why I, okay, so when I was a kid, I used to, well, if I did something disrespectful, right, I'd get my ass tagged. However, there was a conversation that said, I am doing this because if I don't do this, the world's going to do it to you. And that's the flat the fuck out truth. Tag my ass up a little quick. Not like abuse me. Yeah, <laughs> but tag yeah. my ass up a little bit because if I don't, 
when I get out here and if I pull that same shit, somebody on the street is going to beat my motherfucking ass. So I grew up where I was getting tagged either way. I feel like as a black femme, you're getting attacked from every angle. Yeah, every very day. much so. Oh, All only personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> Let yeah. me specify. Only yes. personal experience. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my personal experience has just been like attacking or being atta- being attacked like regularly. So I looked to people like my mom to be a place of peace. Yeah. And there wasn't peace. Ooh. So like I do, I did not know peace until I made peace. That yeah, I get that. Which is like why I'm so like ah, you know, I'm like I got tattoos and like don't fuck with me. Ah, you know, but inside I'm deeply just like hold me and like I just want you to like cuddle me and like, That's tell it. me I'm just like this tell me you love me and like tell We're me all you understand. Like these mu- that, like, we all are mushy inside. You know, the also the black millennials are deeply the inside is such a deep goo. But wait, yes. before we get there, whose motherfucking man's is this anyway? We're, that's really where we, because we're spiralingly I know. out of the segment. And we're back into the segment now, 40 minutes in. This is going to be two hours. Of You're life. ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let's get into it. Um, Kanye West. <laughs> Abuse. And not in the defense of any, any single Kardashian... Kanye. Kanye, I'm also really weirded out that in this, the children are being included. Yes. And like publicly. But that's, you know what though? That's what niggas do. Right. No, 100%. It's a part of, Darvo is actually the tactic, I believe. Wait a minute. Let me Wait, there's a name for this? There is, honey. Darvo. Deny, attack, reserve victim, and offender. So, or sorry, reverse victim. Darvo is a technique that uh, narcissists and like people who are South Park. (laughs) Because Trump. Oh, that's Trump. Okay, now it makes sense. Okay, yes. All right, I'm here. So Darvo stands for deny, attack, reverse victim, and offender, and that is where. Uh, the perpetuator of the abuse will deny that it's happening, right? They will then attack the person who is uh, accusing them of harming them. They will then make themselves the victim in the circumstance by dragging in Mm -hmm. other participants. They'll drag in other people. Typically, too, narcissists do a really good job of showing for a long time that they're cool. So when they flip and they change... yep. And uh, the person who's being victimized by them uh, starts calling out the behavior. People around them are like, "No, that's exactly it. <laughs> they would never do that. That's insane." Like you niggas might so know then, it as Jedi mind tricks. So it's in, it's it's actually reversing the victim, and it's making it's positioning your perpetuator, the perpetuator of abuse, to be the victim, right? Yep. And then. Um, it makes you as the victim, the offender, and them the offender, the victim. Yep. So Kanye West is doing exactly what that. a lot of men have been trained to do, in my opinion. This is Asia Mock's opinion. And mine as well. But patriarchy does this thing <laughs> where it positions men to uh, not only believe that, like, a. Uh, 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 not patriarchal. What is it? 
uh, a, pater- a, pater- a paternal energy, right? Like a masculine paternal energy that I think is rooted in a lot of like uh, misogyny, a ton, like. Like there's so much hatred of women yeah. and feminists at the core of this. It's not. That's the thing. It's not just women. It's the it's concept of femininity. Period. And like there's because, and with Kanye and with I think black men and I cannot speak to black men, but I have I can a black man here. <laughs> when homophobia, you niggas are trash and y'all need to stop. Pumped into the culture, and you are yourself. Probably on the queer spectrum, like as me myself, I identify as non-binary and queer. Right, right. That's that's something I really discovered. Yeah. During a deep the Trader Joe's breakdown. Before that, I was at Planet Fitness having a body dysmorphic nightmare. Like I was, like I was like a lot. Like a lot has gone on, and I've like reached this place. So identifying as that and breaking down the fact that I could not do that for the longest time because my identity of femininity and like black motherhood especially is rooted in y'all's trash perspectives that have nothing to do with with me or healing me or taking care of me or centering my care at all. There it is. You want to use me and consume me and then throw me the fuck away. That's it. And... I think when men, when Kanye, Kanye's being met with Kim's autonomy, right? And it's really bumming him out. Yes. <laughs> like, it's really bumming him out. I also want to take a second to to mention that I don't think that mentally ill people are any more or less, um, uh, 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 not capable. People should be held accountable. For their I don't actions. think your mental illness. No. Me, because I'm mentally ill. <laughs> Like we all know that. I mean, I'm like, saying okay. I I truly think like to exist in the American demographic, capitalism. There you, is like, some kind there's of there's gonna be like a just a touch, maybe just a taste, some depression, some anxiety, <laughs> maybe a little bit, let maybe alone the trauma. A, okay, maybe you just got a little bit. That's it. Okay, so Kanye is no to me different, but what Kanye is boldly displaying is this. It's abuse. Abuse cycle. It's, we gotta call a spade common. a spade. That it's is, abuse. Co- it is literally the norm. Actually, I, honest, it is. It's, it's the something that quo. we've all, to a certain degree, it's something that we've all seen or experienced from, or experienced directly from the men in our lives. Yes. Especially when, like, the mother of a child or a girlfriend or a wife is like, "I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore." Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, because we as men treat our partners as property. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's something that has been ingrained in us. And it's our responsibility to be able to pick pick that out and make sure that we address that. That's white male patriarchal thinking, by the way, for the record. I want people to recognize how colonial it is because marrying a person, marrying a woman meant that woman became your property. Yeah. So it's literally rooted in a concept that goes back to, you know... I mean, that's like, even more than, like, white patriarchy. That goes back to oh, yes. days of dowry. Oh, and, 100%. You Very know, daughters being passed to ancient, unite kingdoms. Ancient, ancient, um, ancient, ancient patriarchy. Yep. You know? Like, the, the, the concept and the idea, for me, in America, though, really would not be what it was without white supremacy at the helm. 
yeah. in America. Like, well, this country is white supremacy. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it is. <laughs> like, precisely. You know? Yeah. It's a real Every bummer, system. but it really, really, really truly is. So if you're not if you're not breaking that down and you're looking at your partner's property, that means yep. that you're entering the chat on some other shit. Not entering. <laughs> not entering the chat. It's like, you know what? Let me log on today. I'm going to tell this bitch about herself and these kids and this tick and talk. Whenever I whenever I imagine myself entering the chat or whenever I recognize a man, especially, is entering the chat. I hear the old AOL login door open sound. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, and I'm clacking. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about AOL. Aim. Okay, like, welcome, girl. We have been in this cipher for a minute. Welcome. I'm super happy that you joined us. For the discussion. Yes. <laughs> when really that door should have just stayed closed. In the words of Nene Leakes, the door is closed. And it should be closed. Okay. Keep it closed. Keep a door stop by it. Keep a lock on it. Don't let these niggas these in. these niggas are really not grasping no. the concept. So we're <laughs> dealing with him. So he bought the house across the street from her. He's been doing all this social media fuck shit, talking about how she's kidnapping kidnapping the children. Yes, yes. In addition yes. to dragging Pete Davidson for just living his life. And Kit Cuddy recently. Yes. Yes. Meanwhile, he's out here fucking, what's her name? Julia, Julia something? Julia Fox. Out here looking like a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh dueler. Listen, I don't know what is going on with that. She looks like um, she's... Every time I see her, I just think Natalie Portman in Black Swan. Oh, but that's because every time we see her, she's in some like heavy makeup, Hulk couture look. And it's like, that's not how you look is before it couture, this. couture though? Like, I mean, it what? Is. No like, shade. It's of not. <laughs> I you see what you're doing. You, don't, you like the looks? I do. Because they, they look like anime. No, I hate it. That's no. why I said she looks like a mm -mm. Yu Gi Oh dealer. Like mm -mm. it's the duelist don't tournament. Do that. Don't do that to <laughs> don't do that to Asian culture. Like somebody's this is a white to... woman. <laughs> this is a white. She's white. No shade. She's giving like my Valentine in the dark realm playing a harpy card. <laughs> I'm getting Scarlett Johansson <laughs> as uh <laughs> what was that one anime with the Everyone loves it. Eon Flux? Yeah, I'm getting that. Oh, that was um, Charlize Theron. Okay, no. No. Sh no. Oh, you just mean Scarlett Johansson no. as Eon Flux. No, Scarlett Johansson was an... Okay, now look. Now, you're <laughs> making me fucking look shit up on my goddamn computer. Wait a minute. Here we go. Let's move move away from Darvo. Scarlett <laughs> Johansson anime movie. What was it? Ghost, Ghost in the Shell. Okay, yeah. Which was in my... And listen, I don't even fuck with anime like that, okay? I'm not even, like, in it. But I did watch Ghost in the Shell. And I was hurt and offended that y'all niggas let Scarlet motherfucking yeah. Johansson. That's what it's giving me. Anytime a white bitch tries to play anime, I'm just like, I see Scarlet Johansson. Yeah. It's my it's my feeling. <laughs> it's my deep feeling. I it, it feels like you you are forcing me to say it gives. 
And I, on that principle alone, I cannot. No. I cannot give it to you. And I still don't. The thing that I did not understand was why was Scarlett Johansson anywhere? Okay, so I am an anime kid. I know you are. I'm like, well, I was like waiting for you to jump in, Lee. Damn. I'm the gamer. You're on I the, love I'm like, anime. You're on Nintendo and shit, bitch. Like, tell me the fuck. I still don't understand why Scarlett Johansson was allowed in the building near Ghost, a shell, something in. in or, or the, really, at this point, I'm right. confused. Like, I just. And I'm not confused. I just know like money and like. Ugh, yeah, you know. and she was popular. She is popular, and she's a she, good actress. And she's no. actually a non-problematic no. white. I would have loved a Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu, hell, even Lisa Lane. They I would have took taken, her ass off of that National Geographic any. shit and put her and Ghost in the fucking shell, and I would have been goddamn happy. Also, where is Lucy Liu? Why have we not seen her? I think Lucy Liu is just living her beautiful, like non-problematic, like. Like Asian life. Well, maybe she's still living off of that Ally McBeal money. I don't know. She was also <laughs> in Sex in the City. She did Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. She did all the Charlie's Angels. I didn't watch Sex in the City. I, I'm a girlfriend's fan. Okay, listen. I watched both. Okay, and um, I love both. Um, That's fair. I don't know what to. T- yeah, it was. It was like part of my. It was part of my Wald Lake upbringing. I don't know. Like I can't. Break it. I don't. I don't have any shame. Um, I did not. I'm not. I'm. I'm also the the uh, Sex and the City fan that will critique the fuck out of it. Sarah Jessica Parker. Not only do you look like a foot, and have you looked like a I foot? I was about to say she looks like a toe. For literally the entire time, but you have the audacity, the white audacity, after your husband, uh, drunk draw, drove, killed a kid in Wait, Italy. What? Yeah, Matthew Broderick killed a kid, killed a small child. Wait a minute. She's married to Matthew Broderick? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't pay attention to these people and what they do. Yes, honey. He drunk drove and he killed somebody and he got put on producers. Seriously. And then um, you like you have all the money in the world. Like We didn't need any of these Sex in the City movies. No. Not not one of them. None of them. None of them. None of them. And the fact that you whores flocked to watch this shit and then had the audacity to have some sort of opinion about the fact that it was trash when we knew, when we knew when the bitches went to Dubai, when we knew that fucking Samantha wasn't coming back, when we knew that those things were happening, it wasn't gonna fly. And you went to it anyway. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. It. I refused. I'm so confused, but I think they call it and just like that. And it took me and like just a couple like of weeks. Because people were like, oh yeah, and just like that. It's like, and just like what? What are you talking about? Sex in the city. Wait a minute. What the fuck are you talking about? And the show like that, is like, off. I'm bored, right? Like, I'm just, just like that, I'm furious because the money, why? We could have done something else, anything else. Something niggerish would be great. <laughs> Well, now they got Nicole Ari Parker on there. I mean, yeah, but like even more niggerish, you know what I mean? Yeah, she does. Unfortunately, she's been put in a place of doing being non-threatening. Either. Right, of course. Hey, the 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 networks need them, you know. Yeah. It's what it's how I know I need to make my own thing because networks will never look at me and be like, yes, no. Never. No. That's never gonna. Not happen. even the black-owned networks. No. no, no, the black-owned networks are gonna be the ones to turn me away first, girl. What? A non-binary black femme who just talk out the neck? This nigga's out here just saying things about masculinity and shit and fucking... The only way they'll take it is if you out here fight... If you're on Bad Girls, Uh, ATL, 
with I Miss Natalie. No, that's too old. Once again. Um. Okay. Back to Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> and his fuck shit. It's abusive. It is abusive. It's abusive. And now you've put all of us in the position where we have to defend the fucking Kardashians. And none of us deserve that. I'm not going to defend the Kardashians. I'm going to say, uh, uh, assalamu alaikum to the both of you. I'm going to wish you both uh, life. <laughs> and good day. You know what I mean? No, like, Shay, I want her to file a police report. I and mean, I want her to have a PPO out. I mean, I hear you. His behavior is unacceptable. <laughs> and at least for me, I, that's not something you do to a person that at some point in your life you loved and had children with. You don't do that. Yeah. Any of this. The thing is, to me, men have done this. No, they have. And they like have. that is that is the norm. So until the flip, <laughs> the script is flipped about what the basis of like victim and offender violence looks like. Yeah. Because here's here's the other part with Kanye. Kanye has been allowed to behave to this be way. To be this way. Not just even when he was with the Kardashian. Exactly. Queen. Like there's 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 elements, societal elements that play into the creation of this fucking monster. That's it. And I think this monster, Kanye West, sliding into like more things and dumb bitch juice and whose motherfucking man is this anyway? <laughs> that energy, listen, listen to this transition. Are you ready? Transition, transition queen, transition queen. The energy of maintaining passive bullshit when like people need to like act and move and do things to make real changes that impact people in positive ways. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of energy is just allowed. And yeah. Detroit as a city, I love you. I love you so much. That was much. a good transition. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. I was thinking my <laughs> That's called talent. <laughs> Detroit, I love you, girl, but I need you to look at yourself like I want Kanye West to look at herself. I have been saying, first of all, millennial Detroiters put down some of the cocaine and like maybe like uh, take some breaths and like drink some stretch. water water get some hydration therapy. take a nap therapy oh my god rest Eat what if you a rested vegetable maybe if you fried. did something outside of grinding through there the it existence. is because we know that living here is hard okay detroit is a maelstrom of very unique intersections and class divisions and all sorts of shit. Yep. It's also like geographically uh situated close like uh geographically linearly to Berlin. I was having conversations with friends of mine in Berlin and that's oh, why Berlin people that's why love they call it the sister city. Okay. That okay. makes sense. That so makes it's sense. like cold, rigid. Winter's hard. Yeah. We're it's wet. Yeah. <laughs> we are tired. Especially uh post Soviet Union. I really wish that the city would do more, people in the city would do more to care for each other yeah. instead of fight each other. Because we're really spending a lot of energy throwing punches at each other. It's crabs in a barrel. Oh, my God. It's crabs in a barrel. 
And there are the thing is, is that especially among amongst us as black bodies living in the city, mm-hmm. there's no reason in any way, shape, form, or fashion outside of like money going wrong. Right. Should we be out here fighting and being pitted against each other by outside forces? And keep in mind, in this city, these people coming in now, buying all up this shit, mm-hmm. are outside forces. These are Truly. the exact same forces Truly. that have been redlining this city. Truly. They're the uh, uh, outside forces that have kept this city even till 20... Where are we? 2022? This is 2022 now. Jesus. What is time? I kept saying 2002 earlier oh, no. today. <laughs> But even now, like, these are the forces that keep this city fucking segregated. Yeah. And people, oh, my God, Detroit's coming back. It's like, no, white people are coming back. There is a very distinct difference. Because yeah. just a few years ago, when L. Brooks Patterson had his whole now thankfully dead ass in the fucking New Yorker, mm-hmm, talking mm-hmm. about caging the Indians in. Insanity. The actual insanity. Y'all... <laughs> The actual insanity, yeah. Like, yeah. there are things for us to fight. Yeah. But we don't need to be fighting each other. Yeah. I think that that's what we are conditioned to do. It is. And I think that uh, part of colonization's illusion, illusionary allure is that uh, progress looks like uh, shiny new things. Yes, while never turning the flashlight towards what it like 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 the things that it has brushed off and the way that it has brushed people to the side and forced people to pit against each other yes. to for the scraps of what's left over in the spaces that they once inhabited. Yes. Um it I it makes me so sad. It's it makes it hard to live here. It makes it hard to live here. Well that's and where I'm I, leaving. <laughs> No, seriously, it's suffocating. Yeah, it really. It's a. I I went to. I had a therapy session last week, and shout out to you for going to therapy. I listen. (laughs) Go to therapy. Everybody, (laughs) treat treat your body like a car. It's just a tune up. I really, I really, and like, if you don't have the resources or the way, get with me. I will link you with people that can help make this happen. Mm -hmm. Like. Um, I have also like shouted out different uh, uh, like uh, oh my god uh, platforms that you can go to that work on a sliding scale, whatever. I'll throw some of those links in. But truly, like we are working through so much drama yes. down on the farm. Like all of us literally have a responsibility to navigate this trauma, right? Like it, it was not. It's not our fault that it happened to us. It's not fair that it happened to us. It's not oh. fucking. It's not it's not cool that a bunch of the shit got dumped on us, but we do have to deal with it yes. in order to be better people and better to each other. And the city just is filled with people that are not drinking water and are going to, to nightclubs and are and not therapy. And you're still punching yes. holes in walls and you're still Unable to explain Ooh, with I an emotional. The hey, listen. No, I've never punched a hole in the wall, but I know somebody who has. Okay. <laughs> we all have. Con- back to Kanye West. We all know a nigga that's done some wild ass fucking shit for on some shit for to no a bitch. reason. For no we know- reason. We all know a bitch that's that's been like, yeah, that nigga punched not me, but next to me in the side of a wall. We know. There it is. Stop playing. Kanye West is no different than fucking Chad 
or fucking decarious with unchecked and unresolved and untherapized emotions. Yep. Do your job. You're grown. And it's not our. It's not. It's not anybody else's responsibility to have to put up with this shit. Period. And they don't have to. And when when I uh, so Detroit Kanye <laughs> coworkers family get your shit together friends and also just leave me alone. <laughs> just leave me alone. Don't question me. No, seriously, don't question me when I say things. Listen, when I say it's here and it's fine. Listen. Don't look at me and say, "Are you sure?" The old black Bitch. woman. That is you deeply. Like your connection to femme energy is you don't really have time to be contested. And I understand it it very much. Because you know black women like I say it what the fuck I say. Let me tell you something. Black women be knowing. Yes. And I think when you're I think I think masculine energy could really benefit from accepting the divine feminine yes. in each of us. Because that bit of you is actually, to me, the most autonomous part of you. That's the mm-hmm. part of you that's like, don't question. <laughs> I said it one time. I have to repeat myself. Do you know why I have a podcast now? I have a podcast. Let me tell you why I have a podcast. I have a podcast and video <laughs> so that instead of me saying the same thing 20 times, I can just be like, go back to episode 10 with uh me and my nigga Lee. It's already here. I wrote it. All it's you need to there. Do is sit. Down, you just you have know. to listen. That's it. I'm Take gonna continue time. enjoying my fucking whatever it is I'm enjoying, and you don't have to ask me any more questions. No, because I said it already, and you're just catching up. And that's black feminists. Black feminists is everyone. You're just catching up. That's it. That's what happens when you're the most depressed yeah, <laughs> demographic. Is that you learn how to adapt? Yes. You become all, all your shits open. Has to be. You see everything, and you don't need to be questioned because you already know. If I say the sky is green, and it is clear as the blue motherfucking day, don't ask me no questions. (laughs) Because what you don't understand is from my perspective, and what I am seeing is that the sky is green. I've just been telling niggas lately, like, either you're on the train or you're off. Or you're getting ran over. Like either you're on or you're off. Whatever happens after that, like it's like the tr- it's not the trolley situation, but it's like that situation where it's like if you get ran over, you get ran over. If you get mad, oh that you God. get fucking, you know. I don't mean. <laughs> uh, a la Stevie J, I'm driving this bus. Remember when he okay. would spend three years talking about this <laughs> mythical fucking bus that he was fucking driving. Nigga. But no, there is truth to that. It's like, yeah, either you get on this bus, you get off and mind your business, just don't get in my way. When somebody told me over. that Harriet Tubman wait a minute. had done for other niggas. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute, where are we going? We went from Stevie no. J to Harriet Tubman. No, no. Black fans, just black fans, just black fans out here doing it. Just black fans like... <laughs> you about to have Jocelyn Hernandez, the Puerto Rican princess, out here doing Harriet Tubman cosplay and Listen, shit. okay. Listen, I look. First of all, I would, cry, I would cry for that crossover. I would sob. It would be like Portia and Harriet Tubman all over again. Well, you know, Portia is kind of our. I stand. I stand I problematically. Stand I stand a problematic. She's problematic, but she's, she's doing the work. She's giving me Portia and Monique are on the same. They're the same to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Vanessa Williams and Halle Berry are like, bam. 
she, they doing the work. <laughs> and they're putting themselves on the, they literally are putting themselves in harm's Truly, way to do to the do fucking do work. it regularly. Kenya Moore's ass in here. You suck Bolo's dick. This woman's out here getting arrested <laughs> for the fucking cause because she fully understands that I have a level in the platform Stop. and everything in my life and this money and this acclaim. I, this is what I should be doing because this is what the papers are going to pick up. Fuck Kenya Moore. Detroit, I hate her. A Detroit baddie. We do not claim she is a baddie. She's beautiful. Don't get a me Detroit wrong. And very baddie. smart. Listen, Kenya Moore is She's, a Detroit baddie. Kenya Moore is a dick. <laughs> I hate Most her. Detroit baddies are dicks. I hate that woman. I, listen, Nikki we, Gilbert too. Now that I think about it, shit. <laughs> Out here with fucking Christine Beattie talking about Kelly Price is missing. Oh, now we're going to turn oh, this into a thing. Oh, nigga. You forgot about that. <laughs> Let me tell you, when Kelly Price went missing, that was the greatest two weeks of my life. I was enthralled. Oh, my God. I was like, is this Agatha Christie oh with God. black people? <laughs> like, this is what I need. Like, where is Kelly Price? Meanwhile, she's in the fucking Listen, hospital facing death. Yes, literally, literally. Not dead. Also, not, not dead. dead. Not dead. No, she said, though, she did die. Oh, and what, she came back to life? They brought her they back. They brought her back? Yep. Was it from COVID? Yep. Wow. And while we're here, because uh, Mr. Aaron Foley <laughs> needs to keep talking about how <laughs> Kelly Price ain't vaccinated, <laughs> this woman has faced the Grim Reaper head on. Let her rest. No, but get vaccinated, though, Queen. No, get vaccinated. Please. <laughs> Please, and I boosted. beg of you. And boosted. Everybody. You're hey. too talented to die. Hey, honestly, okay? Truly, you are Kelly fucking Price, nigga. You can't go out on some COVID shit. That's actually insane. No, and please don't go missing again. <laughs> Although, it did give us that iconic moment from the brat. Nikki Gilbert out here being five miles to Messi, and I said, <gasps> I feel so seen. That's my Twitter name, by the way. What is it? I feel so seen? No, five miles to Messi. <laughs> I'm gonna follow you immediately. I'm so I'm I'm following you right now. Wait. Oh, don't do that because it's full of uh, Twitter there, porn is stars. Is there dicks? See, here's the thing. It's so, all dick and ass. So my Twitter is not dick and ass. I have two Twitters. Um, oh, you got an alt? No, okay. I have my regular like me, and then I have my podcast. Okay. But my regular one is freak Twitter. Also, I just don't like any of the things. I just bookmark them. I have posted in my bio porn. Politics and fuck shit. If you see some ass that is on you, I'm gonna like what I like because apparently, apparently, your boy here is cute and these they like to slide into the DMs. Stop it. Wait a minute. What is it? It's five. Is it five F I V E? Yes. No, it's the number five. Okay. Actually, let me check. You know, old people. What did I put this ass? Too (laughs) much. What's the password? Why won't it open up? Me, me, literally, my ADHD also is just like. So leave from the D, five miles to Messi. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Yes. Wait a minute. Leave from the. Got it. Boom. Boom. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So. Topic of the day. Oh God, black millennials. We are an enigma. An enigma. We're a riddle wrapped in a enigma. A nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Two 
niggas wrapped in a brittle. Right. Eating praline. Drove, <laughs> driven by a rhyme. Actually eating praline and cream ice cream. Oh my God. Do you watch Euphoria? I just started watching. Ah! Okay. I haven't gotten up to the third season. I just okay. started watching the first. Okay, okay, okay. I, oh my God, I know that you're like moving in, like taking life on, but I would really love to do like a show with you where we just like talk, talk about, about euphoria. euphoria, nigga. Because it's. Team Maddie, always. Okay. Ah! So many things. I have no comment, but there's an episode where the mom is eating pralines and cream ice cream. And I'm like, is it pralines and cream or is it butter pecan? Because Ruth's mom? Yes. Oh, of course she she's is. A <laughs> of course she is. Of course she is. Uh, she's a nigga. Yeah. We're going to be eating. Pra- but I was like, is it Eat butter pecan? pecan? That's it. Or is it pralines and cream? That's it. But the caramel is what I was like, oh, that's pralines. Oh, that's pralines. And cream. <laughs> that ain't new tracks. That is, first of all, that is black millennial culture. Yeah. We all grew up eating some, either pralines and cream or butter pecan, or both. And got whooped when we ate the last of it. (laughs) Absolutely. I love mint chocolate chip ice cream. Oh, my God. Me, too. I love um, red vine licorice. I can't do licorice. At all? I don't like it. Do you like beets? You eat beets? I love beets. Okay. Do you like... And I have um, to remind myself when I've eaten beets because, you know, you go and it's like, oh, my God, what's wrong? I'm bleeding. It's it's just beets. I just had beets. (laughs) I was just being healthy. This is what I get. For I ate being a vegetable. Healthy. Yes. Um, <laughs> what about? I'm trying to think of other like what I what I would consider midway in between millennial, elder millennial too, because I think we're elder millennials. Oh, flaming hots. Okay. So, and Cheetos and the fries. Okay. Look. Oh my god. Oh my hot god. Fries. Do you remember Mr. Cap? Yeah, the Mr. Caps hot fries. He used to have. He was little. The hat. Yeah. He had the big old nose. The hot fries were better than the cheddar fries all day long, all day long. See, I like the cheddar fries Listen, better than the hot fries. Really? But I also but did like you, but have a sensitive you, stomach. Okay, so so do I. <laughs> but that's why I can't eat flaming hot Cheetos. But if you give me a hot fry, well, now also the reason I was crying in the Trader Joe's is because. <laughs> <laughs> See, everyone, if you just stop, life becomes full circle. Um, when I was crying in a Trader Joe's, and I have an episode all about me crying in a Trader Joe's. It's called Transitions in a Trader Joe's. Um, I realized that my endometriosis and adenomyosis makes me have an extra, extra sensitive stomach. So I have to make choices, right? Like I have to give up coffee, gluten. Oh, the acidity. Coffee, oh, gluten. Gluten makes sense. Dairy. Damn. You know most, we love Most alcohol. Most alcohol. So what can you drink? Most then? alcohol. So I can do wine. Okay. I can't do like brown liquor anymore. Like if you give me Hennessy, I'm gonna have to be like, no. If you give well, I mean, me, like, actually, whiskey, just we just as a people like, no. need to turn that shit away. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I know. Niggas be out here fighting. Um, gin, uh, is like too vodka for whatever reason. Also makes me really sick. Damn. I can drink tequila, um, and like one or two like little, and then it's like wine. It's wine for your girl. Like I'm literally. A wine girl now. I'm like a real housewife. I mean, wine is a wine is an interesting experience. It makes me sexy and it makes me it goes from sexy to sleepy. Yeah. Really fast. You know, and I have there's like a <laughs> there's a reason why after the second glass of wine, housewives go and pick up their children from the school or football or soccer, or whatever it is, okay. and then they go home. 
They're, I'm telling you, They're like, like it really. <laughs> I'm getting a little drowsy. I need to go pick up Jimmy. And because I can't drink coffee anymore, I can only drink tea. Can you do yerba mate? I don't even know what that is. Um, I can do, or apparently I can do decaf, but the decaf is very particular. Oh, shit. I My life die. is really, I was sobbing. Do you understand? I was sobbing. I was like, I can't eat lasagna anymore. Well, you you can. I can, nigga, yeah. but that's not the point. You can. The point, no, but I can't just walk into like, you know, like no. I'm on the street. <laughs> you can't pick up a Stouffer's lasagna, bring you know, it home. I'm just on the streets of like wherever. You know, it's like, let's go to Sabaro's. And I'm like, yeah. <sighs> oh, I can't have damn. that experience. I went to H Mart and it was like, I couldn't get. What the hell is H Mart? H Mart is an Asian <laughs> market where you get like Asian dumplings and like all sorts of Where the hell but is it's that? All, it's in Sterling Heights, nigga. I live in a bubble. <laughs> I go to work and I go home. I don't know these there's places. There's one two three Mart. There's like H Mart. Oh, you like... think in one six eight? Is it one six eight or one two three? Well, one six eight is in Madison Heights. That's one six eight. Is it in the shopping district next with to Joe Fuji Orange Buffet? <laughs> you can go get your art supplies. But the thing is, I can't eat. No, I can't eat at Fuji Buffet because I have a. I me. I'm sick, nigga. Damn. But okay. Do you understand? This is hard. Shit. I am suffering. Look, Cry I'm for me, America. And Cry I for still me. don't give a fuck. I'm like, all right, I pick my dairy Listen, when I'm not around when people I, choose I like. I to be lactose intolerant. <laughs> I'm choosing a sudden death. Because it's a choice. <laughs> I am choosing sudden death. <sighs> I'm choosing you. to stay home. I'm choosing to enjoy the moment of of having a lactose there it is. thing. And then I'm choosing to stay home. I, it's I pick and choose when I want to consume dairy. It's messy. Yeah, because some people, well. <laughs> So I realize I use it as a weapon. <laughs> so if I don't like you, you're going to you're I'm going eating to eat all the, the dairy, and I'm you're gonna sit going next to you, cheese. and I'm gonna fuck your life up. Absolutely. But if I actually like you, I'm not gonna eat the dairy. So the way here. my digestive tract is set up is like if I I can't poop, I can't fart without <laughs> peeing a little. I mean that's just life though. Is it? That has been that's a more recent experience. I feel like my urethra is just like. Okay. I also feel like the pressure of the cyst forces me to have to like pee all fair. the time. That's fair. Unless, and I have to be like, like I'm, I'm truly, I'm in a space where I'm like, damn, I'm reaching forty, and what if I'm in a diaper? What if I'm here with you, just like? Well, Lisa Ritter paved the way. <laughs> Don't sleep on her. That bitch made millions of dollars off of selling un unseemable diapers. It's fine. It's life. Things happen. Shit. The only alternative, honestly, I... is like you grow older or you die. One or the other. And when you put it that way, it's like, you know what? I, I think I'll just grow older. I mean, yeah, but I'm also ready as a millennial to get this whole uterus taken completely out. That's like, fair. Who needs it? That's fair. Who needs it? You know? I'm... 36 in June. Wait, will they do... I mean, because we're both still technically fairly young. Will they do a hysterectomy at that point? So, I feel like because I have a record of this issue being a problem, like this diagnosis They'd be more actually, like, willing to. Yeah, because my periods are horrible, you know? Mm. I wear all black for a reason, y'all. Like, regularly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just keep it gully. I, I'm in the I'm in the ditches. Okay? I, I heard that in 10 years. <laughs> I just keep it gully as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe maybe I'm bleeding. Maybe I'm bloated. 
Nobody knows but me. <laughs> the suffering is inside. It stays inside until it comes outside. And when it does, as a cancer sun with a cat moon and Aquarius rising and Pisces in my first house, when it comes out, everybody watch out. <laughs> you niggas are on notice. Everybody watch out. Nope and we all know that. Every, okay. And we know that. And I know that about me. That's a part of knowing me, about no, for me. You got to know yourself to be like, nope. Okay, no. but I wear black and smoke aggressively so that I can maintain my cool out here. I'm suffering. Black millennials are suffering. I mean, okay, one In hand, a beautiful way. Not in a beautiful way. That's one aspect. Well, no, I would, I, would, I would say, how do I put this? Because I feel like we break generational curses. That's what I mean. And like, I feel we're a like, very unique breed. I feel like while we're like Daria on the outside, inside we're yes, like Daria. Tracy, like we're or like like we're like Toni Morrison. Like we're like we're like trying to like work out <laughs> like the blackness yep. and the usness and the future and the past. Like we're trying to like Jody. connect. You know? Jody. You know? Yes. Yeah. A girlfriend's moment. Are we yeah. giving girlfriends? No, no, no. Uh Jody from Daria. The one black girl. And oh, I always remember I Jody because love... she talks about this moment of when she became homecoming queen, yes. her and Mac. And she's yes. like, they keep electing us. Yes. It's like this is this is fucked up essentially. I forgot about that. And she episode. sees that one little black girl soon and she's like, I forgot about this. I episode. gotta stand up and I gotta do oh, this. Oh my god, yes. And unfortunately, like and actually, having that kind of media for our generation growing up has helped us to remember to do not only things like that, but also critically analyze like ideas and concepts yes. of what blackness is. Yes. And also remember that blackness didn't exist until whiteness happened. Other than that, we were just us. Yeah. But now we have to like yeah. really carve Be. this lane, this exactly. room. Of like, okay, well, this is how I exhibit my blackness. And some of you niggas are just trash because some of you niggas just don't get it. However, <laughs> the rest of us are yes. just out here trying to be black happy. Yes. Fat, black, happy, yes. and yes. staying away from the dairy. Yes, okay. And Living drinking up, water. Okay, and teas, okay? Because I'm really just trying to like... Can you do green tea? I can't do Okay, good. Tea. That's good. So I can do green tea and can I can do, do chai. But I did like, but not not chai coffee, just regular chai like black tea. Oh, okay. With like the spices of like the chai. Experience. The baking spices. Okay. It's like cinnamon. Yeah. Cardamom. Mm-hmm. All of your baking spices. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, she's cute. You know. It's a 2009. But I'm doing like a one, <laughs> two cup, and then water rest of the day. No, that's good. You know. Here's the unfortunate benefit and everything. You've had to cut out some very addictive food and substances. It's been really hard, guys. I've been listening to a lot of really, like, heavy... It, the juxtaposition between heavy metal and neo-soul. Oh, my God! Really <laughs> <laughs> alarming. We went from Slayer to fucking Anthony <laughs> <Yeah>. Hamilton. <laughs> literally, literally. Like, it's, li it's literally, like, one or the other. You yeah. know, like, the moods are, like, very, you know? I'm in the gym just like, rah, rah. Like on Tuesday and then Wednesday, I'm just like emotional. <laughs> you know? I love Vivian Green. And I'm just like, yeah. As long as you're not collecting your pawns, facial cloths, you're good. You know? <laughs> I'm just making it. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's the benefit though. Cause yeah. 
the everything listening to you, everything you've had to cut out are things that people find difficult to cut out because one, like gluten and other things are filled with processed sugars. <sighs> Which is addictive. Yes. Coffee is addictive. Yes. And it was really hard, guys. Being forced lie. to like cut that out, it really is a benefit in life. And it that's is. like the small blessing in the curse. You know what I mean? It is. Like there's still pain, but it's like, okay. One of my not uh New Year's what is it? Uh what is it? Resolution? Yeah, not a resolution, but like a thing a thing that I was really trying to honor myself with. Was remembering that longevity is a practice. It is. It and is. like, back to our conversation earlier on the couch downstairs, I didn't think I was going to be alive past 25. Same. Yeah. Can you imagine just growing up black and queer and just being like, I'm for sure going to be dead. Yeah. By the time I'm 25, no questions asked. 30 is going to be too, like a wild blessing. What we've seen of black queers in television exactly. media, they always die. And I mean, and also like in our, <laughs> in our direct communities too, though. Like, I mean, in my that direct too. community, like the, the way that this whole shit is set up is like disproportionately, we are affected yeah. in really direct ways yeah. that are impactful and have a ripple effect yeah. like in our communities, you know, cause like it, it impacts all of us or it touches us in whatever little borough we exist in, mm-hmm. you know, where we exist throughout these United States. Um, I almost said big mama, your arm. <laughs> Girl, like, I'm sorry. Y'all it's soul food. You know, like, Oh God, oh, I was just thinking, Which you would talk the about butter on stop, it. And then, <laughs> Vanessa Williams again, also a queen. Oh, in that she movie. wasn't. She, that. I forgot. <laughs> she's the light skinned sister that can only make the cornbread. The wealthy one that nobody liked. Bless but there was a heart. reason why she was the she way she was. She was. Listen, she was the green eyed monster before Real Housewives of Potomac happened. She wasn't a monster. It was just a reality of. So the trauma. This is what's happening with my family. The and backstory. I can't be bothered with this. The backstory. Like I deserve to be happy. I've worked my ass off, Black. and I don't have to deal with y'all shit. Soul and food, that was fair. Soul food as a black liberation anthem. Let's get into it. Let's actually, like, we should do a whole entire... Like, oh, my God! <laughs> like, like, soul food as, like... Well, no, the fam Because the family was fucking her cousin. Okay, oh, her listen, husband. Her I'm husband, sorry. yes. Okay, listen. The family fucked my husband. Listen, there was a lot going on. Well, this can also go back to kink if you really... I mean, oh... <laughs> Neither here nor there. Um... But being a black millennial is really wild because we have, I think, a grasp that a lot of other uh, demographics do not have. Yeah. On an old, like an older time. Like I feel like we're the last yep. Mohicans of this time. Well, and also we grew up in the day and age of crack. One hundred percent. I mean, crack and how crack. And I've talked. To, I'm so happy you fucking brought that up because. Yeah. I've talked about that on this podcast before. The impact, the not just like crack in neighborhoods, like not just like the glaze of the news, like the deep we saw it. and profound and everlasting effects of a drug mm-hmm. that was purposely implanted into an otherwise thriving community, despite all white supremacist odds. Yeah, y'all niggas never let us sleep. We never rest. No. We was coming up on some equality shit too, and like crack was just like here, here you go. 
Well, it started off with heroin first. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And like, uh, there's also there's a tie to the war and yep. like using those drugs. People coming back from the war. Child, like it was like, it, um, but it was it was like planted when people were coming back. Yep. So that the timing would be chef's kiss. You know what I'm saying? The way yeah. that it hit, it would hit in like two symbols actually crashing together, right? Because not only think it's brilliant in a maniacal way if you put it in the neighborhoods and then you put it in the people that are coming back to those neighborhoods that literally crumbles the infrastructure. And we are going to self-medicate because generally in white society, we are already um, demonized when we go to doctors, when we go, you know, our bodies have been used as medical, (laughs) like, (laughs) <laughs> we are literally That's like black fan bodies. I'm going to talk about that for a second. Like have been used to make gynecology offices what they are today. Not just that, but remember the, the Tuskegee experiment? Tuskegee, like yes, yeah. oh, oh, like hepatitis. Yep, like, Syphilis. Like the absolute, again, indoctrination of medical trauma is real in black spaces and black neighborhoods yeah. and black community and really in poor communities as well. Especially in poor communities. But that also breeds a distrust of doctors, which mm, is why many of us don't go to 100%. see the doctor. percent And it's it's like if when come na- navigating dealing with the trauma of people who had to climb their way out of this epidemic, right? Because that's actually what it was. Yep. And no one is going to call it that. No. Um, We're the only people that say crack <laughs> epidemic. Like, it was an epidemic. Like, it was... Well, oh. white culture was too busy with the AIDS epidemic and pretending right. like we didn't exist even in that. Well, like, like, what if you, like, what if you, what if you were black and, and had AIDS and smoked crack because, like, you knew... You was gonna fucking die anyway. That's it. Because nobody was gonna take care of you. Because nobody cared about you. Because you literally were a black person with AIDS. If you, if if Ronald Reagan was letting white niggas die, what the fuck were we gonna? <laughs> Ronald Reagan was letting white niggas die, girl. Y'all's presidents was out here True. like, girl. Actually, True. during 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 what was otherwise a flush time in American. Culture and yeah. American, uh, like like in America, like uh, economically, American economic, politically, like it was a time when like like the the New Deal and like all this other fucking shit was popping off and like you know like niggas coming back from war and like America made a bunch of money off the war mm-hmm. and like people died and people lived and like instead of and like contributing to to like you know uplifting black communities and shit like they put fucking crack in the neighborhoods yeah. and then we are a product of that yeah. <laughs> The, so shit like, that it, the shit that we've seen... So we were talking earlier about like the audi- early aughts being like the extreme era of American culture and American media. Mm-hmm. But that, for I, I could say at least for us, that the beginning of that crack epidemic just kind of swooped in and helped yes. to usher in what we have become yes. to see, well begun to see. Because let's be honest, BET After Dark shouldn't exist. It shouldn't have. BET shouldn't have existed in general, in my opinion. No, it's important. No. 
No. Right, wrong, or indifferent. No, it's because important. these corporations are all under the umbrella of like a white supremacist helm. So oh yeah, Viacom. We're being fed. Which let me not say that too much because I get picked up. We by said Viacom, we said liar bomb <laughs> is what I said. I said Victoria Jones. <laughs> But, I mean, that also goes back to, like, any demographic being commodifiable. Sure. I mean, in capitalism, everything is commodifiable. Everything's a commodity. Like, it's, that's, like, what that's makes it. it run. You know, it's, like, is 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 that. But being hyper, hyper indoctrinated yeah. in a culture of hyper extremes yeah. really resulted in, like, you and me wearing black unironically same time with like with buying neon, literally the same jeans literally <laughs> i only wear levi's black slim fit okay <laughs> levi's fit my ass and i have everybody knows i have a notoriously long ass i don't no have one jeans. but it gives me one okay but and no, it's comfortable no jeans i have a long back excuse me my back goes right into my crack oh my and girl. there's I'm I have like Hank Hill. Listen, remember really, when he was riding no around? Listen, he had that problem no in his listen, back. No, listen. <laughs> I'm built like Hank Hill. The world knows that my ass is like an old segregated <laughs> school bus, and it is just waiting on Ruby Taylor <laughs> to integrate it. <laughs> Stop. Was that it? Her is name? just <laughs> that woman is still alive too. She I is. think it was Ruby Thomas. Thomas Taylor. Taylor. I think it's Ruby something. You're like, let me look this up. Wait, who? I hate to say it. On Blacks Like Us, I just pull out my phone and I go, is it Ruby Taylor or Ruby Thomas that integrated? <laughs> and Google says, it is Taylor Ruby Thomas. Thank you. Or Ruby, or Ruby Taylor. That, integrate. that is a wonderful question. <laughs> that really is. Ruby Bridges, nigga. Oh, it's Bridges. It's Bridges with okay. a B. It is neither of the two. Well, she but was thank black. you, Google. Yes, it was she was. Taylor or Thomas. Shout out you know, to her. At least I didn't say Smith. Anyway, that's also a black millennial. <laughs> Stop. That's also black millennialness, I feel like. It's being like, is it um Who is this? But that's a that that to me is a echo of like our femme aunties. And yeah. Also, too, we grew up watching, like, we had Living Single growing up. 100%. And seeing. 90210. No, not 90210. No, no, no. No. What am I thinking of? Stop. I'm looking right was at it. Was it a drama? It was uh, like a sitcom. Uh, the women, it was like all women that lived in this like duplex together, but not really a duplex. There was an old lady that lived there. She was sassy. The sisters of Brewster place? No. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ah! Yo, this is going to drive me crazy. Um, The old, there was an old black grandma. Oh, 227. Thank you. <laughs> Gave us our queen and icon, Miss Regina King. Thank you, Regina King. Um, also, who else was in it? Marla um, Gibbs, Jack Kathy, A. Harry. Jack A. Jack A. Yes, thank you. Yes. Ah, two two seven. The ladies of Brewster. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the lesbian couple that everybody's like, "Oh, you nasty!" I saw you in the window. Imagine watching that as a small gay child being like, oh my God, people are going to look at my window and judge me? <laughs> oh my God. 
I feel like growing up as a millennial man, I was going to be judged no matter what. Yeah, it, it did. But the, the thing though is, is we have a way of judging child. each other that is comical, but it a lot of times crosses lines. Yeah, well, millennials are the first ones to set up appropriate boundaries, I think. Yeah. Across uh, the board. Yes. I think part of being generational curse breakers are being the ones that uh, literally are like, actually, no. I don't have to, and I'm not and going then, to. And then, like, being met with, like, ha, 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 And we're like, no, but for real, right? Yeah. And, like, having to deal with that constantly. Yeah. Because... I recognize as a millennial that my job as this kid's parent that I'm raising, like I'm raising this kid, like I've got to do the thing where I set up the boundaries and then teach them about boundaries and teach them so that like when they're older, it's the norm. They don't have to really fight. Like people are, I think people are always going to in a culture that is literally built on breaking boundaries and abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, People are always going to have to, like, set up boundaries. But I think instead of, like, wearing black and, like, smoking and, like, working as hard through trauma as, like, like the work we're doing here yes. in this uniform. <laughs> no, <laughs> this seriously. goddamn, literally, like, this energy, like, they're not really going to have to do that's to this degree. It's literally, I mean, and I, that's all I'm existing on these days. Like, we weren't taught boundaries. We weren't uh, taught autonomy. It wasn't a no. question. That was, I'm still in therapy about like setting up your boundaries is the most yeah. important thing you can do. Like even simple <laughs> things like, oh, your aunt's here, give her a hug. And you don't want to give her a hug. So I have um, a couple of little ones in my life, mm-hmm. little family members. And as I've gotten older. I've realized that I need to say, can I have a hug? And they say no. It's like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Like, it's fine. Because your body is your body. Absolutely. And you don't have to hug people. Absolutely. (laughs) It's built into the culture that that is, like, the norm. That's it. You know, that, like, breaking autonomy. Oh, my God. Like, child, I'm struggling. I'm Still struggling with like firm boundary setting. It's hard because on top of being met with no, I'm also villainized. Yep. When you so say no, then it's like, well, you black bitch. Yep. You and that's always the first thing. Aggressive. You were. You're ferocious. Yep. Bad wench, and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> you're violent, and you're aggressive. you're violent. Get the fuck out of here! You attacked my character this... by telling me no. Like across demographics, this is like from white people to black people, like to people who are the POC diaspora. Okay, the whole thing. Other queers. I'm like, why don't you recognize or value? Just take the no. It's okay. I just said no. I didn't say I was going to kill you, your cat. I didn't say your mother had a rotten room. I didn't uh, say I was going to put American you in the grave. Culture, like, I didn't say that. I American just American no. culture is not built on rejection. No. No. And the black femme experience is rejection. So. You said it, not me. And, and what's funny is, is like, I'm not shooting anybody up. Like, I may ha 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 and joke about murdering people on this podcast because like. Oh, my podcast. God. <laughs> Saying, There's you know a trail saying? of bodies. Listen, if I could, if we should, allegedly, okay, like if I can fucking teehee about it as a jokey joke 
on some satire shit while y'all niggas is out here reinventing the wheel of serial killers with another Ted Bundy glorification movie. While this, oh, like, yeah. I truly don't give a fuck. Because the niggas I'm talking about killing are niggas that truly deserve to go. It would be so much better if they went, actually. Looking at you, Elon Musk. Um, <laughs> that's that's a lot of money and power. I, ain't I trying really to fuck with that like right to, now. I mean, I hear you, but I'm just saying. Look, I'm just trying to get my foot in the door. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I gotta play non-threatened to a certain degree. Listen, I'm never non-threatening. <laughs> These niggas have made me the villain, and I'm like, cheers. You're like, this is my origin story. <laughs> Where's Stan Lee? <laughs> I will exhume that nigga. I'll be like, wake up, bro. Damn, he did die, didn't he? He sure did. We Shit. lost a bunch of the greats. I was wondering why he wasn't in Marvel movies. I was like, oh, dead. it's COVID. No, nigga. It's like, meanwhile, I mean, this was is, filmed two years ago. Also, yes. He's just not in it because it's COVID. No, that's honey. all. He, well, yes, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> that man died. <laughs> Where's Sylvia Brown? Let's have a seance. That man. Oh, Sylvia Brown. Sylvia B. Wait, she died too, didn't she? Did she? Another distinctly black Montel with Sylvia yeah, Brown. Yeah, no, of course. I think about her every time. Sometimes when I'm um, deeply internally like questioning myself, I have a Sylvia Brown voice for whatever reason. Like that gravelly, like that. So I'm seeing. <laughs> it's a man with initial B. And do he you was really need to do this? 75 Chevy with whitewashed tires. Is this your father? Oh my God, it is! Not whitewashed tires. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, well, he killed this young girl. It's like, God damn it, Sylvia. Shit. Would you want to be anything other than an elder millennial? Like, would you, if you could be another. No. What is it? Pocket or whatever it's no. called, like an X, a Y. Because I, I will say this, we, we honestly have some of the media, entertainment, and figures that have been able to truly stand the test of time. It's true, the classicness um, of it all, and not just, cl but been able to evolve and grow and switch gears and move into other avenues and what have you. I think that's classic, though. I think, yeah, it's classic in the sense that like, uh, not not standing like, the test of time. Precisely. Yeah, that I get part. you. Yeah, I get that you. Part. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think we got a lot of that from a very early age. One hundred percent. My grandma raised me. My my, my my it was my mother, my father, but my grandmother, my grandfather were in the house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. I remember being like a kid and watching shit like Matlock and He's the Night, Murder 100%. She Wrote. Oh my God, what's the other one? Um, not Geronimo. He's got a cigar. Oh, uh, with the eye. Um, Columbo. There we go. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, yeah, Columbo. <laughs> and yeah. cannot sleep. Yes. Miss Cagney and Miss Lacey. Okay. okay because <laughs> they were bad. They were two Solving. badass bitches eating donuts in a car. <laughs> Time Daily. Solving mysteries. What's her name? I Crimes. think her name was Time Daily, the dark-haired one. Was it? Yeah. I lived for her. I also grew up watching a lot of Lifetime. <laughs> Bless your sweetheart. You know, we, we grew up in an area and got to see media shift in a way where in the very 
80s, early 90s, was far more liberal. There were discussions about like blackness, black identity, mm -hmm. um, AIDS, HIV, sure. sex, sexuality that oh prior to that weren't happening. And then yes. all of that shit just got commodified in the early aughts and yes. turned into fodder. Yeah, true. It's true. Even think about, you remember Designing Women? Um, No, not personally, but I have watched like- oh, watch it. It's okay. problematic. Okay. Uh, it's going to be. It's the 80s. It's the 80s. Yeah, for and sure. And it's one black guy with a bunch of white women. Yes. But it's funny Wasn't as fuck. Wasn't it the guy that looked like Arsenio Hall? Yes! As, okay, yes, okay. <laughs> Anthony. Yes. 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 Was convict. Arsenio Hall? Yeah, he was. was oh, no, it? he wasn't on there. It couldn't be Arsenio Hall. No, no, no. I was like, Arsenio Hall was probably young. Was, when his name was um, Meech... Meech Taylor, something like that. Meech, big Meech. Shout out to you, designing Ooh. women. We love it. Actually, I was watching BMF earlier this week, oh, so that's fine. No. <laughs> but we got to see like these shows, and even Golden Girls. Yes, have um, conversations that people prior to that weren't having, that mm -hmm. our our parents weren't having, that mm -hmm. the the adult figures in our lives mm -hmm. weren't having, and we got to see it in a way that was both comical, but. Like rewatching a lot of this shit getting older. It's like, yo, this, this is actually really fucking important. Yeah. Like the fact that this was on television, like going back to Living Single when Max. Okay. So my background, the background on my phone, well, well one is CMRE <laughs> on Drag Race. But it's also Max from Living Absolutely. Single. Absolutely. Maxine Shaw, lawyer, attorney, attorney at, at law. fucking law, bitch. <laughs> But this one specific picture is the moment that she walked away from the show. law firm. Yes. yes. Where she's decided that I'm not going to be treated this way. And I did what I was supposed to be doing. And the reason why I have that is it just it serves as this reminder that I am still young. I'm still talented. And I can still do the damn thing. And yeah. I don't have to be... Uh, hampered misused and exactly and hindered by anybody else's expectations of me right. and that woman was that yeah Maxine Shaw if you don't know now you know um truly an actual icon like yes and living like or uh living single was a show it is a show that is stands the test of time and, and honestly really important I mean it's it was it was snatched and made into friends and Which was trash. literally uh them niggas made millions and billions of dollars off of that fucking yep. bullshit ass shit. Meanwhile, but they're meanwhile, firing people left and right you know, and canceling the show. You know, Queen Latifah, you know, icon in her own right. Kim Fields. Um, like really these these Erica Alexander, incredible, Kim Cole, incredible, John Hinton, incredible TC black fucking actors yes. and actresses. Um but really dealing with like actual actual shit, adult actual shit. shit. I felt the same way about oh, what was that one? The college show. I'm hot. College Hill. Nope. Oh, okay. Eighties, <laughs> nope. eighties, early nineties. Diff a different world. Oh yeah. A different world. Yeah. Same. You know, a different Same. world changed my life. Fresh yeah. Prince of Bel Air changed my life. Yep. Conversations about absent fathers. Prince of Bel Air, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yes. Nika, the first yes. time I opened it was like, uh, 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 sobbing, sobbing. Yep. Listening to Will Smith cry to like his Uncle Phil about his daddy not being in his fucking life, bro. And being emotionally uh, vulnerable, vulnerable in a way that black that. men were not allowed to be in life, let alone on television. Okay. Like, big facts. Big facts. So, growing up with these. I feel like growing up with 
a group of people that did not have the tools to heal. Growing up as people with media that on one hand was extreme and wild and crazy, yeah. also was deeply healing and connecting uh, for black people. Yeah. You know, like yeah. in, like in like black culture, term, like as far as black culture is concerned, like I think it was, it's wild to, ha- a lot of those shows taught me about like therapy and the mm-hmm. importance of going to it and like, communication and yep. communication styles and identifying like it red taught us about a shit. black adulthood exactly in a real tangible way you in know? a relatable way and our like you said earlier like our parents and their parents did not have that no so as a millennial it's like we really are kind of the first generation to really know to have that and to have like, it and grow up with it to have it and to to know and carry the weight of the responsibility mm-hmm. of navigating it in in ways that are healthy and not rooted in I think what we have all been indoctrinated to do, which is like abuse ourselves and abuse each other. Yeah. I really want to like get to places where we're doing things that affirm us. Yeah. Regularly. Yeah. We have affirming discussions and validating mm-hmm. conversations. Well, we were just talking about like making the conscious decision of waking up every day to say, you know what, I'm going to be happy. You know, like choosing because like shit happens and like moods change. You're allowed. You, yeah. As a human being, you're allowed to navigate like so many emotions mm-hmm. in a day because you're human. That's it. Being you're a human being. You are supposed to experience the 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 entire range of human feelings you can also in that shape parts of yourself yeah to help grow you and evolve you to get to like the next place and the next plane you have to be conscious and cognizant of your your own emotions what triggers them you have to be able to and willing to set healthy boundaries. Exactly. You healthy boundaries are so hard. Being open about it's so hard, too. Because, listen, is. a nigga will no lie. Because nobody want to be weak. But it's not weak, though. Exactly. That's just what we're taught. Vulnerability is not a weakness. It's not. And sensitivity isn't either. If anything, it's more, it's strength. It really is. And it's niggas, hard. I want niggas to be comfortable with the fact that we are a sensitive people. Yeah. We should be. Hello, we've been traumatized forever. And it, it like, there was a study done on, um... Uh, there was study done on the Holocaust and people who have survived the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they were testing and looking at the, the changes in DNA. Mm-hmm. And trauma affects you on a DNA level. Molecularly. Granted, they didn't do that with us. Okay, no, they're not going to do it about slavery. No, no, you can't do it on slave shit. Listen, you can't do it. If you do it on slave shit, nigga, that means... Right? That means that the, most of the country now... Well, that, that means you means, have grounding to sue. Listen, that, <laughs> mean, that means liability. Where's Jeffrey Figer at? That means liability. Well, you better call Morris. You better you, Mike Morris up in here. We better oh, no, get. No, we don't call him. Oh He's no, oh is he? Oh, yeah. well, right, isn't he sexually allegedly sexually assaulting people? I didn't hear about that. Or is it racism? I only heard about the Osion, Osinion, the YouTuber bullshit. I don't know, child. I don't know, but all I know is, um. Back to uh, giving niggas our flowers and our DNA results. I want you to tell me molecularly that I'm traumatized 
for life. And I want you to give me some money for reparations. That's why I listen to Farm believer, and thank God that that actually passed in this fucking city. You better. But it ain't gonna be shit. Let's I mean, be I hear you, but I feel like I can. I feel like as a Detroit citizen, I can be like, I'm my, I'm stretching my reparandum, my reparations, random rights. You With come these in my house and they're black respectability you come politics. In my, well, listen, listen, hard, listen, nigger. <laughs> On this side of Seven Mile, <laughs> look here, Monica Conyers and Joanne Watson. And the one that died from a brain aneurysm because her hats were too tight. You niggas better fall in line. You do Sheards and Clarks. We ain't too far from you. We see you for who and what you are. God bless you, but God damn it, get out of your ass. All right, literally. I truly don't have time, girl. I don't. I don't, and I will rob you, and I will, I will continue moving on I, with the I rest of my life. That. I did. <laughs> I said it. I said I'm a robber. If That's... I run into you, Miss Sheard, I will <laughs> nod my head and go about my business. God bless you. You know what I'm saying? You just... serve a purpose. It's just not my purpose. Listen, I hear you. Um, maybe my purpose is to rob you. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> <laughs> so let's wrap it up because we've literally been talking <laughs> it's for two almost hours. two hours. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. Lee, tell us where we can fucking find you. My God. So, <laughs> every Wednesday, uh, myself, Lee from the underscore D, yes. and uh, Shay's Beauty Diary, we do Wine and Wisdom for the Self-Helpless, a weekly live show where we bring to you the Mayhem, Michigas, Trials, and Tribulations from Internet Advice. We also do Blacks Like Us, a show about... People in their th- black folks in their thirties, black queers in their thirties, just trying to navigate life and talk about mm-hmm. pop culture. We talk about re- uh, bullshit reality shows and documentaries on reality rewind. And we- I've just started a new project with my favorite little little white brother, Dobkins, yes. Mister Fryer Dobkins. Oh, I'm sorry, Joseph. Joseph. He hates when I, I call him that now. I know. <laughs> uh, called Secret Life of Bartenders, where we just chop it up. I love it. Yeah. Our first episode was about bad dates. No, our first, what was it? Well, it will be now. It's I love out. It. Just listen to it. If you ever want, like, a guest. I was I actually just, thinking. If you ever just want to have me on. It would like, be hilarious. We just do, like, a cross. I would really, it would be an honor. It would be. Blacks it, like hard R's. Ah! <laughs> oh, God. I'm just saying, you know. You have me. Poor Aaron couldn't take the two of us. He'd be uh, like, what the fuck are you niggas talking about? It's like you niggas on a winding road. We are. We are. Hell. Yes. The highways and byways. <laughs> a, a discussion between two Midwestern black millennials. Talking shit. Literally. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube for yes. at me from the underscore D. Um, I stream video games. Once again, I'm also on PlayStation Plus, Avalon Altamont. On Nintendo, you can friend me. It's Avalon DET. If you are playing Mario Kart, do not play against me because I just started. <laughs> Same thing with Smash Brothers. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Okay. If you wash me and I know you, I'm beating your ass in okay. public. Oh my God. <laughs> like, let me have something. Let me have something. Right. Like, let's get some growth. Okay. Like, people have got to grow and learn, you know? However, I will wash you in Mortal Kombat 11, hands okay, down. Period. Done. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for I'm having gonna, me. I'm going to hug you. Is that okay? You yes. Hug I'm a hugger. Oh, truly. I-
I always have to ask. <laughs> listen, Can I hug? Listen. It's, no, it's respecting consent, bodies. Consent and boundaries, absolutely. And especially it's like COVID femme bodies, times. more masculine yeah. presenting. Some people are like, I don't you. know you, don't touch me. Say like, that, oh, 100%. Cool. We can just do Say this. Say that, yes. We listen. can shake hands. Elbows, all the things. Elbows people all day. I love elbows and hey, COVID, and you? I love that too. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, and booty bumps. Always ask. For sure, yes. You save the booty bump for the people that you like. It's just like, oh, I can't touch you because COVID, but we can do this. We're just going to poop, like a little boop boop. That's it. (laughs) Y'all, thank you for coming on the show again. And like, you know, like you, (laughs) because, wow, you really, it's really, I'm really wild. Wow. We get to do this. Wow. Y'all keep following me. Keep supporting me. Keep sharing my content. Follow me on Patreon at the hard R backslash three, one, three. Uh, follow me on Instagram at thehardars313. Email me at thehardars at, no, thehardars313 at gmail.com. <laughs> Let me know what you're doing. Let me know what's up. I want to read some of your emails. I want to read some of your ratchet shit. I feel like spring is going to be like a season for anonymous letters about ratchet shit on the show. Okay, and if I'm you decide to do that. I'm very excited about reading this. I want that. I want like Can I ho- pop back in? Yes, I need hotels. <laughs> I love listening to people's fucked up ass lives and it's like, this is great. Absolutely. Mine is equally as fucked okay, up. Okay, yes. I'm going to sit in judgment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to judge The you. Pisces is steeping. It's barking right now. <laughs> Y'all, we love you. Thanks for coming.